0: Oh, 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 Again, uh, I'm Donald Helm, and uh, this is the Hotbox number 116, 116, and we're calling it uh, Guitar Fest for reasons which will become fairly obvious. I've uh, never done this before, but a Hotbox six, 116 will start where we left off in 115, with some gypsy swing jazz. We won't go on like that, though, because this time around it's a complete Guitar Fest, some well-known, some less well-known. Enough talk for now, let's get some Frank Vignola and another track from his amazing album Swing Zing. Irving Berlin wrote this one, it's cheek to cheek. Yeah, Frank Vignola there, cheek to cheek. Well, we'll stay uh, swinging with a track by George Van Epps and Howard Olden. This is a very interesting track. In fact, it's a very interesting album because there was over 40 years difference in age between Van Epps and Howard Olden, the latter having been a pupil of Van Epps uh, earlier on. Um, The Van Epps family was very musical and he moved in theatrical and musical circles right from the get-go. George Gershwin actually was apparently a family friend. Um, He was, uh, Van Epps rather, not Gershwin, was an important sideman in the 1930s swing era. He played in both Benny Goodman's band and Ray Noble's band. But in 1938, he moved to California and he took his Epiphone guitar back to the maker's and asked them if they could fit a seventh string and the resultant guitar gave him the opportunity to play harmony of course and he often referred to that instrument as his lap piano. So we'll hear a couple of tracks uh, from Van Epps playing with his pupil, uh, the current guitar star Howard Olden. A superbly relaxed performance there of uh, Stomping at the Savoy by Howard Olden on six-string and George Van Epps on seven-string guitar. But we'll take some more of that uh, later on, but uh, it was recorded in 1991, incidentally. Olden is still very much with us, but Van Epps died in 1998, aged 85. Okay, big change now. A guitarist you may never have heard of because, like many Chicago musicians, he seems to be comfortable enough in the Midwest and isn't really widely known beyond that. I had the pleasure of uh, hearing him live some years ago and I liked his playing very much, so let's sample it, see if you like it too. A short track here, it's called Exodus. Uh, Exodus uh, from John Mulder's uh, 2006 album which was called Trinity that has a strong kind of religious motivation in the, as the title perhaps suggests Lawrence Hobgood was on the piano Paul where to go on the drums um, Rick Corpolungo on soprano saxophone and Herrick Hochberg on the bass. All, I imagine, Chicago-based. We'll move to a different album now, a slightly more recent one. Uh, Bifrost is a a more recent album, as I said. I think it's two, two or three years younger. And this is the title track, Bifrost. John Mulder's quintet uh, really letting loose there with the track Bifrost, uh, his own composition. Harold Anderson was the bass player and Paul Wertico was on drums. And in there also was the fretless bass played by Brian Peters. And uh, on tenor, you heard Bendik Hossfeth. I know we've led uh, sheltered lives and we aren't very familiar with Chicago musicians, but I thought I'd name them anyway because it's a super band. Ferocious track, that one, so maybe we'll uh, calm down a bit now. The uh, divine Miss Remler, Emily Remler, with Hank Jones at the piano, Bob Mays on the uh, bass, and Jake Hanna. And the drums recorded by them in 1981 and you can certainly tell who her hero was at that time Wes Montgomery it was from her very first album in fact Firefly she's quoted in her uh, entry in Wikipedia and I think I've actually used this before because it's a great quote she said I may look like a nice Jewish girl from New Jersey but inside I'm a 50 year old with a big thumb like Wes Montgomery It's one of the saddest stories in modern jazz um, that she died aged just 32 and if you know anything about her life and death you'll know that she had become over-involved, shall we say with hard drugs, say no more A big loss That one was called Soulful Moments uh, from Ernest Wranglin, the uh, Jamaican guitarist with largely an American band that included Antonio Hart, the saxophonist, Anthony Jackson on the bass, and Steve Jordan at the drums. That's from a relatively recent album recorded in 2001 entitled Gotcha. Uh, He has a huge catalogue, of course, going right back to the 1960s and was for many years associated with the Jamaican pianist Monty Alexander. He was also the house pianist back in the 60s at Ronnie Scott's Jazz Club in London. And in fact, he performed with Ronnie Scott most of the time. Um, we're certainly delivering some contrasting guitar jazz this time around and I hope you're enjoying it so we'll make another jump now uh, a jump in style and uh, nationality Johnny Smith Johnny Smith there, a a guitarist, guitarist, if ever there was one. He died in uh, 2013 at the age of 91 and was then and remains something of an iconic figure, not just for his playing but also for his involvement in actually developing his chosen instrument, the electric guitar. I've even read an article about him saying that he was the most respected and revered guitarist of the modern era from 1950 onwards. He was famously unhappy with his recordings, saying that when he heard a track played back, he always thought of ways it could have been better. I think he deserves a second piece in the Hotbox 116 anyway, as it's a celebration of excellence in guitar jazz. So here he is with Gypsy in My Soul. The impeccable Johnny Smith, with Hank Jones on the piano, uh, George Duvivier on the bass, and Ed Shaughnessy was the drummer. Recorded in 1960, I think, maybe 1961, I'm not sure. Well, we heard earlier from that other icon, George Van Epps, and I mentioned that uh, he referred to his seven-string guitar as his lap piano. Well, he eventually wrote a piece for it, and he gave it that title, Lap Piano. (laughs) extraordinary George Van Epps and his lap piano aka a seven string masterpiece well uh, we've been digging in the history quite a bit for the last uh, three quarters of an hour or so but maybe we should jump now to a brand new album by the UK guitarist John Etheridge I'm actually only just getting into the album myself as it only just arrived but um, I like what I hear very much and I hope you do too Beautiful stuff there from John Etheridge. A Distant Voice was the title of it. His own composition. It's from the new release called Blue Spirits Live. Pete Whittaker on the organ and George Double on the drums. It surprised me... Uh, In some of the blurb about him, especially that he's been a working professional musician for 53 years, I certainly do recall his being with the band Soft Machine, perhaps you do too, uh, for some years. I think I'm going to be listening to some more of this one, though, in the coming weeks. The title again, Blue Spirits Live on the ECM label. Well, let's head home to Ireland for the last track and feature a musician whose status fired up a whole generation to take up the guitar and play jazz. Yes, Louis Stewart, of course. There's a lot going on uh, regarding re-releases of Louis' recordings as we've featured in the Hotbox before, but I thought we'd go left of centre a bit and play a duetti recorded with the UK guitarist Martin Taylor using acoustic guitars. So this is Jive at Five. And I'll leave you with it. If you have been, thanks for listening.